since 1857, Australia has fallen in love with this great game. From the backyard to the park, to the local footy club, to the mighty MCG. It can bring you joy, it can bring you heartbreak. A new season brings new hope. We live it, we breathe it, we love this game. So when two best mates come together with a passion for footy, you know you're in for a show. This is Footy on the Downs. Welcome back to Footy on the Downs. I'm Rob Baker. Guys, the support for the podcast has been unreal. And just to let you know, I do this in my own time while I juggle everyday life. So if you ever question the audio, keep in mind I do this for free. And the equipment is free. (laughs) Although I hope it takes off enough that I can upgrade. I do it for no other reason but to promote AFL footy in our region. Look, I love all sports, but AFL is number one to me. And I'm sure any other sport around wouldn't mind if AFL died. Bugger them, I say. If I can create a little buzz through the year and give the people something, that's what it's all about for me. So get behind it, guys. Get on Facebook. Give the page a like. Footy on the downs. Share it around. Coming up on the episode is part two of the Best of Ferris interviews, where I'll have a chat to Jared Hill of the South Burnett Saints and Michael Langton of the Coolaroo Roos. Michael may not have won Coolaroo's best and fairest, but he took home the 2019 Hyman Medal. Well, he tied for it anyway. For those who don't know, the Hyman Medal is the league best and fairest and the highest accolade to win the senior men's competition. But before we get into the first interview with Jared, I want to share a little intro I found to a documentary that I absolutely love. Football. For generations, it has provided individuals and communities with a distraction from the normal focus of life. Created by our natural desire for competition, it has thrilled the masses and for many created a way of life. Sport has the power to unite and also divide. It has the capacity to build a person's confidence, yet also destroy another's spirit. Quite often, the self-esteem of an entire town community, state, and the pride of its people is dictated by the accuracy of a piece of leather filled with air. And it's the players that determine its path, the very ones we feel the right and seemingly need to openly scrutinize. We praise, we ridicule, worship, and abuse them. And for reasons not often understood, it's the players that front up week after week, contest after contest, to test their skill, and forge reputations. Next up on the line, we have the 2019 Best and Ferris winner from the South Burnett Saints, Jared Hill. How's it going, Jared? Yeah, good, thanks. That's good, buddy. Um, how's the uh, off-season treating you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, nice and warm, so that's been pretty, pretty tough running around in the heat, but... Yeah. That's been all good. Ah, it's good. And um, so, how was living in Kingaroy last year, like with the travel and all that? 
to because I mean I haven't actually spoken to any Gundy or Warwick players. I suppose Warwick's not too bad, only an hour, but. King Roy being a couple hours from Toowoomba and probably even further to Gundy and whatnot. How was the travel last year? Yeah, um, yeah, it's certainly it's certainly a factor each week. Um, we definitely had a few a few home games last year where we'd have have a pretty strong side in, and then um, yeah, numbers when we were travelling weren't weren't as flash some weeks. But um, yeah, we had a good core group of blokes who'd try and do their best to be there every week, so we just worked with what we had. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you had the couple wins for the year, which was a bit of a slide from 2018. 2018, you were actually, I think you finished above us, Coolaroo, on the ladder, and you were pushing for finals, so can you give us a bit of an insight into why maybe there was a bit of a slide? Um, I believe there was, a, there was a bit of player turnover over the last couple of years, um, so and then numbers, it was it was tricky getting numbers to, to training and stuff and just consistency of numbers as well with some guys with um, work and different commitments like that. Um, a lot of blokes would work away from Kingaroy and, and would have to work weekends and things like that. So it was quite tricky to get a consistent team together yeah. week in, week out. Yeah, it is always tough in this competition, especially being out of town so much and and with work and whatnot. And yeah. um, I guess if you're maybe if you're working a Saturday and I guess it's a bit easier in Toowoomba if you're working a Saturday, you can probably tell the boss you're working at twelve and you've got to go play footy. But it's a bit hard if you're travelling to to Toowoomba from out there and you finish yeah. at twelve, you, you're going to miss a game. So, That's it. Um, I mean, it's not all die straights out there. I mean, you've had some pretty good years out there and, and I'm sure um, the Saints will be up and about in 2020. But personally for yourself, I'm not sure if you know all your own stats, but you did play 13 games for the year. You were in the best 11 times and you kicked 28 goals. You're actually the leading goal kicker for the Saints. So um, presentation night would have been a good one for yourself. Yeah, and no, it was nice to um, yeah finish finish the year and and be recognised with the best and fairest and stuff. It's always nice, but um, obviously it would have been handy to have a have a few more wins throughout the year. But it is what it is. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I've said it before. I'll say it again that you know the ultimate goal is finals and and one step further premiership. But you know when you six months look back and and you can go on personal achievements and and you had a cracking year, Jared and. I remember playing against you and, you know, you're um, a step above the rest and I don't want to give you a big head or nothing, but um, if I do look through my stats, you did, you were, first, you were best on ground in six games according to the um, the website and three times second best on ground. So out of the 11 times in the best, you're in the top two nine times. So that, that's pretty good. Um Pretty, there's a couple standout games. I think it was the last game of the year. Best on ground, five goals. That was against Toowoomba. Um, yeah. I think is yeah, 2023 to 6-9. Uh, so you finish the year on that game. Do you remember that game? Yeah. Um, so, again, that was that was a, a rare time that we sort of everything fell into place in terms of personnel and we got, got our... Um, it shows how much talent was sort of around the club. It was just a matter of of getting it on the park at, at, at the same week. So that was one of those weeks where most people were available. So um, I think we had another game as well against maybe South Toowoomba um, where we played pretty well 
and it was one of our wins. And um, obviously they were a finals team, so that was another week where we sort of had a decent team running around, and they they said some nice things about the quality of footy that we were playing. That's good. Um, um, but it, you jumped me there because I have got one game highlighted, and it was against Souths, and it was yeah. at home, and that's probably the game you're talking about. Is one thirteen nine to nine fifteen, so. Souths were a bit, well, South Toowoomba were a bit errant in the goal kicking there, but yeah, it would have been a really good win at home, especially, you know, a couple of wins for the year, that would have been a big uplifter for the club. Yeah, absolutely, and it sort of, it gives the the players a bit of a um, confidence boost that what the coaches and the club are trying to instill every Saturday, you know, when you win, you sort of realise that yep, they're, they're talking about the right things, and yep. and um, if, if we follow what they're saying, then good things happen, but um, yeah, it's just, again, tricky with that sort of personnel being different every week and we'd be borrowing players sometimes from other clubs, so it's, it's tricky to play a game style when, when um, some blokes are sort of in and out a fair bit. Oh, absolutely, and um, I've said on a previous podcast on one of the episodes that uh, I think South Burnett had roughly 70-odd players come through this year that played at least one game, and... You know, all the, the bottom sort of four teams were around about that mark. And you look at Gundy and Coolaroo, they were around the 35 to 41 players. So it's, it's pretty obvious when you get a yeah. core group of players and you gel together what can happen. Um, one thing, and I don't need to really know my stats on this one and look back on them just from playing against you. Both times you played against Coolaroo, uh, against our guys, you are best on ground in both games, so is there something about the Roo boys that you like playing against them or something? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, You guys have a pretty big ground, don't you? Yeah, Rockville, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind running around in a bit of space, so that, yep. that probably helps me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> uh, your coach from last year, and you're not sure if he's coaching this year, you were telling me earlier. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's um, he's coaching again. So his his job changed sort of mid year on him, um, which made it a bit tricky for him to get to games towards the latter part of the year. So yeah, um, yeah. So I don't think he's going around again. Yeah, I have to do my research on that one and find out who that is and get it out to the people and and let them know. Um, actually, the Saints. One of the clubs that have been really enthusiastic about the podcast and they've been back and forward with me and they've actually shared it on their page, which is really good because it's all about getting it out to the people and promoting the yeah, game absolutely. on the downs and, and whatnot. So we'll find out who the new coach is of the Saints. I did see on Facebook that they've been doing pre-season, so that's really good. And Yeah. yeah um, how long have you been playing footy, Jared? Um, so I've probably been playing... I- can't remember exactly. Probably around when I was ten years old or so. I grew up in Victoria, so I started playing basically from under eleven and a half. So I think it was back in the day. Okay. And um, yeah, I played for a good sort of played up until I was probably, oh, I think um, about two thousand and sixteen or so, and then had a few years off. And then um, yeah, last year was my first year back again after three years or so. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been sort of playing all my life, basically. So That's good. Whereabouts in Victoria? I grew up mainly in Ballarat. Ballarat, so. okay. Yeah. yeah, my mum lives in Back of Smash, not too far away. Oh, right. Well, our, our juniors was in the Ballarat League, so... Yeah, yeah, I used to play Back of Smash all the time in the juniors and stuff. Yep, yeah, yep. I played for Darley. I don't know if you know them, but... Yeah, yeah. Yep, the yeah. Devils. Um, 
Oh, that's good. So you're from Victorian background. Who do you follow in the footy? Um, I'm hey. a North Melbourne supporter. Good old shin <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Um, who would you say are your biggest influences in your footy career? Um, I'd have to say my old man would be would be number one. Um, he's a pretty big footy fan, so he yep. got me into the game pretty young. And yeah, is he um, up here? Yeah, yeah, he's up here now. So he still does a little bit of work at Maroochydore as well with the with the stats and stuff for that side. So okay. Um, yeah, so he'd be the number one sort of got me into the game, and then from there you get get your coaches throughout your career and stuff that have a, obviously a big impact. And um, yeah, no, it's good. Um, who would you say you you base your game on in the AFL? Like which player? Um, I don't I don't really pinpoint one player, but um, I like I like to think um, yeah, like the sort of small forward, half forward role. Um, yeah, any any player that works sort of pretty hard off a half forward flank, sort of high half forward. I like to think that I can I can play a role like that in in the team. So now for memory, you're not that small, but are you? You're about six two, aren't you? Um, oh, probably more. Yeah, six foot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So probably yeah, probably is small average. forward in the AFL. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So how is your how's your off season like? Your pre season, you've been doing any work like um. Hitting the gym or diets or anything like that. Um, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of gym work and then um, just into pre-season. I've moved to Maroochydore, so into pre-season with Maroochydore okay. Bruce Footy Club, and um, yep. yeah, so that's that's been pretty full on. Just getting back into the running and things like that. And yep, yep. Uh, my younger brother plays there as well, so doing a bit of work with him as well. Okay. Um, for the guys that don't know, Maroochydore is in the Quaffle, so that's just under the Neefle down in the. Um, Sort of Brisbane, uh, Sunny Coast, Gold Coast competition. Very high quality footy. So, um, yeah, um, very hard work down there. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so, well, I, it's pretty hard to ask if you're down there doing pre-season. But like, teammates, probably that impressed you from last year? Like that maybe were up and coming from the Saints? Yeah, um, yeah so there's a... The the good thing about sort of the Kingaroy area, like it's not a it's not an AFL town as such. It's pretty big on rugby league and soccer and things like that. But it's, the blokes that are there, they um they just really they love the love playing the game and and trying to improve all the time. So so yeah, not sort of pinpointing any one person, but you know they're all there for the right reason sort of thing. And um yeah, they just want to get better and and um yeah, so it's a good sort of environment to be around. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's good. Um, all right, I'll throw you got to throw up a teammate under the bus here. Who who's due for a big twenty twenty from Saints? Um, oh, it's probably Dan Clace. He's always he's always working hard. He gets to every session, and um, he's always looking to find ways to improve. So I reckon he'll have a pretty good year. Yeah, no. Good on him. I hope he does. Actually, um, it's always good to have a guy that's working really hard and reap the rewards from it. So, um, yeah, we'll move on. We'll go to the um, what I do with every guest now is the uh, footy on the downs quick seven. So a bit of fun here and uh, ask you seven quick questions and yeah, we'll just go from there. Number one, night before a game meal. Um, oh, probably probably just something like pasta. 
bit of carbs, something like that. Yeah. Carbs, it's, it seems a bit of a frequent answer, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, any pre-game rituals? No, not too superstitious. I like to sort of eat my lunch probably two hours before the game. That's probably the one thing that I try and keep pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah, that's good. No, no um, like pacing around, just sort of, you know, looking at old videos or anything like that and trying to get your game right. <laughs> Nah, not too yeah. much of that. <laughs> uh, number three, music before a game, yes or no? Like either with the guys in the in the sheds or in your headphones. Um, again, not 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 too um, consistent. Yeah, like I don't I don't mind listening to music, but I wouldn't say every week that I do. Yeah, fair enough. Um, go to drink after a game. Probably get a bit of water in and. A- and a bit of Gatorade and then a few beers, I'd say. Yeah, no, good one. Again, that's a very, very frequent answer. That's, a, that's everyone saying Powerade, water, and then maybe a beer later on. Nah, it's good. It goes to show, guys, that um, best and fairest winners drink Powerade and water for all you bloody beer drinkers who crack one straight after the game. Uh, number five, out-of-town games. Get on the bus or drive yourself? Uh, probably like to drive myself and bit of carpooling with a few blokes but yeah keep it pretty low key yeah <laughs> and number six most annoying teammate from the saints have to be the captain last year kieran askin <laughs> bit of a pest is he? yeah uh, there's always one um number seven greatest sporting moment of your life so far oh um played in a grand final when i was down in Victoria, my first sort of senior grand final. Um, we didn't win it, but that was a, a big highlight to be a young fella running around in that. Oh, definitely. Did you get a touch? Uh, I missed a goal from pretty much a goal square, so that wasn't wasn't a great omen for the day, I don't think. <laughs> don't worry, Greeny knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been really good to have you on the show, but before you go, is there anything you want to shout out to the, um, the faithful Saints supporters out there? Um, I oh, just keep working hard, and there's just plenty of good people around that club that are there for the right reasons. So they're in good hands already, and um, it's just great that there's footy out there for for people like myself who come and move out there and and love the game. So um, yeah, just keep up the great work. That's right. Um, do you know where they train? What nights and and what times and um, whatnot? I believe they're training Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I think it's at the Memorial Park at the moment in, in the middle of town in Kingaroy, and then they, they'll move to the footy oval more towards the end of cricket season. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, all right, Jared, it's been really good to talk to you, and um, congratulations on a crack in 2019, and I wish you the best of luck in the rest of your football career, and and uh, best of luck down in Maroochydore, and... Also, wish um, the Saints uh, um, good luck for 2020, and thanks for coming on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Jared. Bye. Well, Jared certainly is a talented footballer, isn't he? As I said, I've played against him, and both times he got best on ground. Good luck down in the quaffle, Willie. Right, oh, next up is Michael Langton. Welcome back to Footy on the Downs. Next up, we have a very special guest in Michael Langton, who took home the 2019 Holman Medal. Well, actually tied for it. How's it going, Michael? Good, mate. It's a pleasure to be on the show. 
No, that's really good to have you. I know that at the moment I'm doing the um, 2019 Best and Ferris special, but in extension to that, we'll have the um, one half of the Holman medalist. And I mean, you had a you had a really good year um, in 2019. You played 16 games out of a possible 19 games, and obviously commitments um, took you away for a few games because I believe that you're in the um, army reserves. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I'm over at the, um, the, the Sand Force Reserve, so I had a few commitments that I had to attend to throughout the year, but I tried to be at the footy as much as I could. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's right. And you are, or well, you are captain of Coolaroo. Um, not sure what's going on this year, but as of last year, you were captain of Coolaroo, and that's a that's a pretty big honour to have, isn't it? Yeah, mate, yeah, I was, I was very humbled to, to be appointed the captain, um, and um, I knew I had a good leadership team around me and a good good coach as well which uh which stead me and led me throughout the year which which was a which was a real bonus yeah and um throughout the year uh obviously um for the people that don't know i play for coolaroo um langers was my captain and he is a very true leader i will go in to say that at the start of the year um being part of the um coaching staff with Darren Copland, um, I did push for Langers to be captain, and um, and and what a year he had! He he really um, he really did shine, and I don't want to give you a big head too much, Langers, but I really feel like you've done a, a really good job. Um, just looking at my stats throughout the year, you finished in the best. So um, I have said previously that. Um, when I say the best, that is the um, the top six that the um, coaching staff or whoever else is doing the best on the day. And it goes into the internet for the scores and whatnot on Sports TG, and they do their one, two, three, four, five, six best on ground. You're only in there six times, and I noticed that um, you know, like other best and fairest and whatnot, were up around the ten to fourteen times. So it just goes to show that the umpires love you, Langers. Yeah, so I, I think they have. I've changed my ways over over the years, now, So I think me and a few umpires just just have that, that little mutual respect um, through through now, so which is a bonus. So yeah, um, well, it's always good to have a few of the umpires on the side sometimes. No, well, um, look, I mean, a lot of people might look at it different ways. You know, you might get in the best on on the internet or on the day, but yet, you know, when it comes to like the players' player and whatnot, and I'm guessing. That's more like what you were this year. You were probably the player's player. You know, you're always in and under. You're always at every contest. And um, you're extremely fit. I mean, I'm not sure how you feel yourself. Like, but as a, you know, mid-30s man myself, I look at someone, you know, in your mid-20s and, and, you, and you just look fit and you just run all day. And you're always, and you're always uh, trying really hard and to every contest. Um, how do you stay so fit, Langers? I, I don't eat my greens. That, that's the one. So <laughs> that might that might help in it. Um, I just I just try and get to the gym as much as possible, and obviously train as well with the boys. And yeah, that's about it, really. Um, oh, I know that you're in our um, top two and our two clicker at training. So you obviously got that uh, stamina and that um, running capabilities, and and it just goes to show on game day. And it's probably why you stand out a lot, especially with um, you know the votes and whatnot, and. I mean, obviously, we were there on grand final day and 
that would have been the ultimate goal. But now that we're a few, fair few months past that, um, it's always good to sort of sit back, reflect on what a year you had the, the previous year, I guess, and look at your individual awards. And, I mean, to win the Holman medal is a really good honour. Um, I haven't actually got the list in front of me, but... I did look at the list today, and there were some really exceptional names on that list, Langers. So congratulations on that, and um, you must be really honoured by that. Yeah, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm real humble to, to to win it or definitely share it with Charles Youngman from Gundy. You know, you, you look back throughout the years, and there's, there's a lot of talented footballers that have come from the games that have won the home and the goal to do bigger and better things. So to be put in that bracket um, with the outstanding uh, players throughout the years, yeah, it's a very humbling experience. Oh, definitely. Um, I did read uh, an article about the Holman Medal uh, in regards to yourself, and I wasn't actually there on the night. I think it was just after we played a game and we had to like all rush there. I didn't actually get to the to the Holman Medal night, but um, the article said that it come down to the last round where you polled three votes. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct, mate. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, I was a bit behind, and then yeah, come down to the to the very last game we played for the year because we um, obviously had a few bullets and a few few teams pull out through the years, which gave us you know a few games off. Yep. Um, but yeah, come down to the last game and somehow I managed to, to squeeze in the three votes, which put me in in tie with Charles. All right, and now this is where I'm going to come in for the last game. It was against Souths. And uh, this is what I'm talking about with um, the best on ground in the um, internet and whatnot, is that, um, yeah, the last game against Souths, I actually got best on ground on the internet, kicked six goals that game. And I, oh, I haven't actually got the stats in front of me, but I don't know if you got in the best that game. But, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show that um, the umpire seen it a completely different way. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take it. I'm wrapped that you got the three votes and then tied for the Holman medal. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm not actually sure if I polled any votes on Holman medal night, but, yeah. Um, I think you polled a couple, mate, I think I remember. That's all right. One or, one or two, maybe. Yeah, well, you got the um, the, uh, the main <laughs> votes anyway, and that's what counts. But you are previously a best and fairest winner for Coolaroo, and it was last year, 2018, and it was a really cracking year. You only played the 12 games last year, Langers. Um, 24 goals, seven times in the best. Um, I was there with you on um, Best and Ferris night, and it was a really good one. And I think you won the 2015 Best and Ferris for Coolaroo. So you're two times Best and Ferris. You're also a two times Premiership player, 2013, 2015, which... For any player playing football, that's the ultimate goal. And, yeah, you've won them two premierships, so that would have been a really good um, really good for you, Langers. Yeah, mate, yeah, like, as you said, the ultimate goal is to, to hold that cup up at the end of the year. So to, to be able to win it with, you know, two times with the club that I, that I grew up playing with and absolutely love. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a very, very good thing. No, oh, that's good. Um, how long have you been playing footy, Langers? Um, since 2010. 2010. Um, was that yeah, juniors? Uh, no, I started. I only started when I was AFL in school, so I played league for eight years prior to that, um, and then started AFL in school and 
Yeah, I actually ended up playing my first year of comp footy with Gundawindi. Okay. Yeah, so I played one year with Gundawindi in under 16s and then, yeah, man, I'd come back and started with Kilaru in 2003, I think it was. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Your coach from last year, I mean, I know him, um, obviously, we played together, but um, tell us a little bit about Darren and your experience with him. Oh, Darren, Darren's been around Killer at Club for many, many years. Um, you know, he's, he's won quite a few premierships with him. Um, he's all his, all his sons play Killer Um Yeah, he's just a he's very down-to-earth guy and he's very articulate with what, what he wants and what he says. Um, there's no being around the bush with him. He's just straight to the point. Um, and, yeah, when, when he talks, every single one of you listen, which which is good. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, you're spot on with that. Uh, I can vouch for that. Um, yeah, very... He, he knows what he's talking about, and he knows exactly what he wants, and, and you can't get nothing past him. So, you know, oh, it's raining, I don't want to come to training. He calls bullshit. You, don't, you know, he's just yep. like that, that type of coach. Yep. And, and that's what you need as well. Um... Who would you say are your biggest influences in your footy career to date? I'd probably say all the coaches that I've had throughout the years at Kalaroo, they've all been pretty big influences in some way in my footy career, but I'd have to say um, Sean Johnson, Sester, from the yep. top. He's, um, he, just, he tells you how it is. You know, he brings you back down to earth, and he, um, he tells you exactly what you should be doing and not doing. Um, yep. And especially those couple of years when I was having a rough patch, he sat me down and was just like, you know, you, you've got to stop doing this and just, just play footy. Yeah. Play footy because you love footy. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's probably the biggest influencer in my footy career. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Uh, I think it was 2014. As you know, um, my regular co-host, Big Bad Milo, um, crossed over to Highfields after a premiership in 2013. Um, I started with Highfields in 2014. He was the coach there. Uh, I knew him through cricket. So our first game against Coolaroo was at Gold Park. I remember it was raining. Lang, as you know where I'm going with this, but the listeners don't. So um, uh, my my first uh, meeting with Langer's people was, um, I think he got a free kick, dropped the knees a little bit. I called him weak. He uh, didn't like it very much. Uh, got up. Went to throw the ball at my face. I ducked, hit Benny Adams in the face, and then it was yep. all on. Um, there was about six of us in a bit of a melee. Uh, all I remember is Langer's got a yellow card. Uh, I kept looking at him on the sideline. Um, you know, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, wasn't happy at all. Um, Coolaroo won that day. Uh, but the, the, the funny extension to this was that night... Um, my ex-partner and I were going out and we're out down Tats because you used to be security guard there and who's standing yeah, at the job. door? Langers is standing at the door and I said to her, oh my God, I can't believe this and um, I just remember I walked up and you're like, what happened on the footy field stayed on the footy field. It's just the type of bloke, yeah, Langers, you're a good bloke and um, yeah, I was a bit like, oh, bloody hell, I can't believe this. He won't let me in but no. Nah, no, credit to you, you know, even then, I mean, you're still mid-20s and, and even back then you must have been just, yeah, going on 20 or whatnot and, yeah, um, credit to you, mate, you're a good bloke, so, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things, you have a bit of a, 
bit yeah. of a bit or a bit of a thing on the field with someone else, you know, you know. Yeah. Well, after the game, you just shake hands and go have a beer, you know. Yeah. That's just that's just how I'm doing now. Whatever happens on the field stays there. Yeah, I've still got that video on Facebook um, that was filmed by Wind News. It's it's quite funny. If I can get it up on the um, Facebook page, Footy on the Downs Facebook page, I will, and let the listeners have a bit of a look at that one. But, um, yeah, um, if there's anyone in the AFL that you'd say you'd play like or base your game on or, you know, like try to yeah play like, who, who would you say it would be? I'd have to say, oh, oh, I hate to say it because he's a, he's a Collingwood player. Yeah. Um, but I'd have to say Dan Swan, yes, Hollywood player. Okay. He's just, you know, he played midfield. You know, he likes to get up forward and kick a kick a sneaky snag every now and then. But you know, he's just he's just hard at the footy when he was playing. You know, he gets that in and under and just yeah, real aggressive towards the footy. So that's what I kind of try and base my game off, just to be hard at the footy every time. Geez, that's not a bad one. Brownlow medalist, premiership player. Um... Yeah, it's hard for me being a Bombers supporter, but I'll have to agree with you on that one. Um, all right, if you if you have to sort of have a look at your teammates from last year, who who impressed you the most from last year? Which teammate? Oh, mate, I think I think everyone stepped up to the play, but I'd have to say probably it's it's not just one. It's um, probably the the group of the younger boys that we had coming through. You know, you, the likes of. Uh, Judah and Gaz and, and those those boys like they, they just stepped up again and again every time we played. Yeah. Um, especially against like the bigger opponents that we played against, those boys didn't take a backward step, which is really good. Mm. They kept their head up high, you know, they might have got, you know, hit hard or something, but they just kept pushing forward, which which I think was really good and yeah, it really showed. Like they, their game just excelled really well. Yeah, no, you're right. Um yeah, I, I yeah, I exactly think that. Um, Gaz, so uh, Lawton Elliott, he's uh, I think he's about eighteen. Um, yep. We chucked him in the midfield when we were down, and and my God, did he want to play there? And and he yeah, like you said, he was up against the big boys, and he just had a real hard crack, and his skills just keep getting better and better. Oh, you know? mate, you, you give him a couple more years when he's put put a bit of size on. You know, he's only just eighteen now, just so give him a couple more years and he's just going to make the competition. So that probably goes part and parcel with my next question is um, which teammate do you expect to have a huge 2020? I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd go yeah, with I'd, Lawton. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd have to go with Lawton Elliot again, mate. You know, he, yeah. he was playing when he was 17. From, Next, we'll move on to the um, footy on the downs, quick seven. Um, bit of funny, a few uh, quick quick seven questions. And, um, yeah, number one, Langers, night before a game meal. Night before the game meal? I'd have to go, I'll vary, but I'd have to go the good old chicken pony, I reckon, mate. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, cool. Um, number two, any pre-game rituals? Yeah, I have a couple. I, I sit down and watch my car in every Saturday morning go go do a gym session and then uh, yeah get, get ready for footy after that so you've got enough energy to do gym before footy good on you <laughs> number <laughs> number three music before a game yes or no well uh, it varies um, most most of it's just country music but yeah not not, not not a huge fan yeah not like me I've got my headphones on I'll block everyone out well you yeah. can't hear it that's the time mate yeah I know <laughs> 
what's your go-to drink after a game? Oh, the good old Great Northern, mate. Yeah, righto. <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Uh, number five, out of town games, get on the bus or drive yourself? Uh, it's definitely the bus, mate. You can't go past the, the bus trip with the boys, win, win or lose. It's yeah. always a good bus trip, mate. I know the coaches are like not much on the bus, but they, you know, you can't take it away from the boys. No way. Nah, no way, <laughs> mate. Bloody good. Yeah. Uh, number six, most annoying teammate or biggest pest? Who's that? Thomas Clayton. Oh. Tugger. Tugger, mate. Tugger. Talk the game, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, he'll love that. I know he listens to this. Uh, oh, you know, I can't wait. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> Greatest sporting moment of your life so far? Uh, I think it'd have to be, yeah, definitely winning the um, 2015 Grand Final, but then also getting the best on ground and receiving the Ellen McConaughey. Um, best on ground medal. Um, she's she's definitely a club legend at Coolaroo. So to win the medal and get presented by her family to me, you know, it's a very humbling experience. That's right. Yeah, you did get the um, best on ground in the 2015 Grand Final, and, and um, I envy that. What an achievement! So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, before we finish up, Langers, is there anything you um, want to say about the um, Coolaroo boys? And about the year ahead and, and how you feeling and whatnot? Yeah, I, I reckon um I reckon us cooler builders will we'll have we'll have a good year. We've had um, yeah. You know, there was a lot of talk about at the end of last year that that you know, most people are gonna stick around and you know, we, we lost the grand final. So I think it's definitely brought the hunger back in a lot of the boys and even a few of the boys that have like a year off, I think their hunger come back as well, which is a bonus. Um but yeah, that's about it. I reckon, yeah, just, just get in, have a crack, and dig deep for the year, I That's right. Well, uh, I really can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. It's um, it's blokes like yourself that um, helped me to help the competition, to um, keep promoting the game, and, and that's what I'm all about. And with guys like yourself and um, previous guests that I've had on here, yeah, you're doing a great thing, and I really appreciate it. And um, good luck in 2020. Langers, and yeah, thanks for coming on. No, mate, thank you for having me. It's uh, very good, and uh, yeah, if everyone's here on the show, it's a better thing for footy on the downs. Footy on the downs. Thanks, Langers. Bye, mate. You're all right, mate. All good. Bye. Langers Shaw sure is a super talent, isn't he? I really appreciate all the time the guys have given me so far, and it was fun. How's that? My first four interviews and around 10 best and fairest and multiple premierships between them. Awesome. <laughs> Righto, guys, until the next episode, enjoy the preseason and bring on 2020 footy on the downs.